Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy. Not sure if you're chiming in via YouTube or listening via podcast, but really do appreciate the listener watch, regardless of how you're uh, checking out some fantasy news here. Uh, we're continuing along with our team reviews. Today we're going to look at the New Jersey Devils. We'll take a look at their goaltending, defensive pairings, their forward lines, mention who's on their specialty teams, and help try to determine some fantasy value for your upcoming drafts there, and hopefully get you that edge to secure your title or your win, depending what kind of format you're playing in. Uh, so we'll get right into it. We check the depth chart according to dailyfaceoff.com. I do find them the most accurate. And according to them, their goaltending tandem for New Jersey will be Mackenzie Blackwood and Vitek Vanessic. So Blackwood last year, he's 25 years old now. 25 games played was 9, 10, and 4 with two shutouts, a 3.39 goals against average, and an 892 save percentage. Just a couple seasons ago, he was considered the goalie of the future, but been really hurt the last couple of seasons. And they're obviously losing confidence in him with bringing in Vanessic. I do see them kind of a tandem start. Maybe Vanessic gets a little bit of an edge because uh, he did have better numbers, but played in a tandem situation in Washington there. So Vanessic, he's 26 years old. Last year got into 42 games, was 20, 12, and 6. Had four shutouts, a 2.67 goals against average, and a 9.08 save percentage. So you can see the numbers there are better. Obviously playing behind Washington, a little bit of a stronger team. Mind you, New Jersey is on the rise. they got some really nice fantasy players, as you'll see when we start to go through them here. Uh, going to defensemen, their first pairing is Ryan Graves and Dougie Hamilton. Now Ryan Graves, he should be on the first PK unit, and he's 27 years old. Last year, 75 games played. He had 6 goals, 22 assists for 28 points. He had 90 hits, 135 blocks, and 111 shots on goal. So in a banger-type league where blocks and hits are counted, it's not bad production having 28 points. And he's going to get even more ice time playing on that top pairing there. So fantasy value if you're near that type of format. If it's a straight standard league, I would leave him alone. You could probably pick him up as a streaming option on light nights. Now, Dougie Hamilton, he should be on the top power play unit and second PK unit. He's 29 years old now. Last year played in 62 games, had 9 goals, 21 assists for 30 points. He had 8 power play points, 87 hits, 92 blocks, and 197 shots on goal. So basically half point per game, so he is fantasy relevant. Those numbers are low by his standards, which might help you out if he starts to slip in your draft because I really do see him having a better second season in New Jersey there. Uh, second pairing is Jonas Singenthaler and Damon Severson. Now Singenthaler, he's 25 years old. Last year, 70 games played. He had one goal, 13 assists for 14 points, 98 hits, 106 blocks, and 92 shots on goal. Again, he's kind of like Ryan Graves' light. He'd be okay in a banger league, but not the offensive production. So Graves would be a better option for you. If you do play that format, he could be a streaming option as Graves is probably drafted there. Severson, on the other hand, his D partner, should be on the second power play unit and top penalty kill unit. He's 28 years old. 
Last year, 80 games played, he put up 11 goals, 35 assists for 46 points. So really nice production there, well over a half point per game. He had 16 power play points, 91 hits, 92 blocks, 158 shots on goal. And in most leagues, because he kind of was an afterthought, he was available streaming, turned out to be a really good streaming option. This year in deeper leagues, I do see him getting drafted. In uh, not-so-deep leagues, he might be left off the board where you got a really nice piece to stream on life on light nights if you get the claim in early enough there. Uh, third pairing is Brendan Smith and John Marino. Now, Smith last year, well, he's 33 years old. He's definitely getting up there in age. Last year, 45 games played. He had four goals, four assists for eight points. He had 73 hits, 40 blocks, 63 shots on goal. Really nothing there to emphasize any fantasy relevance at all. John Marino, he should be on the second PK unit. He's 25 years old. Last year, 81 games played. He had one goal, 24 assists for 25 points, two power play points, 73 hits, 88 blocks, 90 shots on goal. For me, I'm putting him ahead of even Singenthaler on the second pairing as a streaming option if you have room on your roster to stream them on light nights. Other than that, leave them alone. There'll be a lot better options for you. Moving ahead to forwards now, their top line is Andre Pallott, Nico Heeshire, and Jesper Bratt. Now, Pallott was their big off-season free agency signing. He should be on the second power play unit. He's 31 years old. Last year, 77 games played. He had 18 goals, 31 assists for 49 points. He had six power play points, 124 hits, 42 blocks, and 143 shots on goal. And that's playing a lot of the time second line, first line, second power play unit. He's going to get more opportunity in New Jersey, so I do see possibly the offense picking up a little bit. He's definitely going to get more ice time and see how it goes from there. So. He's definitely going to be fantasy relevant this year. Is it going to be about the same, probably worst case scenario, or a little bit better? Nico Heeshire, he should be on the top power play unit and second penalty kill unit. He's been in the league a while, but he's only 23 years old. Uh, last year really kind of broke out. 70 games played, he had 21 goals, 39 assists for 60 points. So really nice point total there. 12 power play points, 50 hits, 48 blocks, and 153 shots on goal. Do see him getting fairly similar production. He's on that top power play unit, and Hughes, if he's healthy, definitely going to help out. Heeshire's uh, power play numbers there, so he definitely is fantasy relevant. I do see him going in the later rounds, even with a good season just because there's a lot of names ahead of him on most people's depth chart. But he could turn out to be a really sneaky pickup for you. Uh, Jesper Bratt, another one that kind of, well, did break out last year. He's on the top power play unit. He's 24 years old. I'd place him ahead of Heeshire. 76 games played. He had 26 goals, 47 assists for 73 points. So basically a point-per-game player. 18 power play points, 26 hits. 30 blocks, 197 shots on goal. So, again, as I mentioned, put him ahead of Heeshire because you get more shots, more goals. Goals are usually weighted a little higher. A uh, little bit more power play production, but normally that evens out. Heeshire does excel in 
hits and blocks, shouldn't say excel, but better than Brat on hits and blocks. So if those are counted in your league, they might be a little bit more even on your depth chart. Just kind of depends how you go about it. Uh, second line in New Jersey will be Jaeger Sharangovich, Jack Hughes, and Dawson Mercer. Really young line here. Sharangovich, he should be on the top power play unit and top PK unit also. He's only 24 years old. Last year, 74 games played. He had 24 goals, 22 assists for 46 points. So probably 50-point guy over 82, just under. So decent production there. Three power play points, 30 hits, 26 blocks, 168 shots on goal. If he's Hughes' wingman, I do see those numbers improving. So it'd be a nice pickup in the late rounds for you. He might even get left off the board, so watch him and maybe scoop him up early there. Jack Hughes, he'll definitely go. He's definitely fantasy relevant. He'll be on the top power play unit. He's only 21 years old and has a 20-year-old last year and 49 games played. He had 26 goals, 30 assists for 56 points, so well over a point per game. 14 power play points. Only threw six hits in those 49 games, so definitely not going to get you any bonus points there. 15 blocks, which is pretty low, and 165 shots on goal. But just the sheer point production, really good, solid player for you in a standard scoring league. Last one's Dawson Mercer. He should be in the second power play unit. He's only 20 years old, so he was 19 last year. And as a 19-year-old, he had a pretty good season. 82 games played. He had 17 goals, 25 assists for 42 points. So just a hair over half point per game. And those numbers should improve as he matures and fills out some more. Five power play points, 26 hits, 35 blocks, and 154 shots on goal. Now he's probably being left off the board, but since he's so young... Keep a watch on him. It might be really good seeing how he gels with Hughes on that second line there. Uh, third line is Thomas Tatar, uh, Eric Halla, and Andreas Janssen. Now Tatar, he should be on the second power play unit. He's 31 years old. Last year, 76 games played. He had 15 goals, 15 assists for 30 points. Nice production for a third liner. Am I drafting him? No, but... Probably a streaming option for you. Five power play points, 75 hits, 28 blocks, and 132 shots on goal. Keep in mind if there is an injury in their top six, just because he does have some offensive upside, he's probably the first one to move into the top six. So do sporadically keep an eye on him there. Eric Halla, he's also 31 years old. Last year in 78 games played, he had 18 goals, 26 assists for 44 points. Really nice season for him. A little bit higher than his career average, so at 31 is turning 32, does he keep that up? Hard to say, but might be a decent streaming option. Looks like a pretty good third line here in New Jersey now. Four power play points, 129 hits. 36 blocks, 141 shots on goal. As I mentioned, sounds like a good third line, but I tend to stay away from drafting third liners just because you do want people to get that added ice time from playing in the top six. Next is Andreas Janssen, 27 years old. Last year, 71 games played. He had 13 goals, 22 assists for 35 points. So really nice production for a third liner. 
one power play point, 64 hits, 22 blocks, and 114 shots on goal. Again, nice production for a third liner, but I am leaving him alone just because he does get that reduced ice time. If there is injuries and he moves into the top six, I might pick him up for a week or two, see how he does there. And the fourth line, like usual, probably not that fantasy relevant, but we'll go through them anyways. It's Jesper Boquist, Michael McLeod, and Nathan Bastian. Now, Boquist, he's 23 years old, another young player in New Jersey. Uh, 56 games played, he had 10 goals, 13 assists for 23 points, 1 power play point, 31 hits, 16 blocks, and 74 shots on goal. Now, if you can get 23 points from a fourth liner, New Jersey might be a pretty good scoring team this year. Just fantasy relevance, no, you're going to leave him alone for sure there. Michael McLeod, he should be on the top uh, PK unit. He's 24 years old, and last year, 77 games played. He had 6 goals, 14 assists for 20 points. So, decent production for a fourth liner. Fantasy relevant, not a chance. He did throw 145 hits, so in a roto league, if you do need help in hits, I just think there's probably somebody that gets you more offensive upside for other cat categories for you. Uh, 34 blocks and 78 shots on goal. And the last one's Nathan Bastian. He should be on the second power play unit and second PK unit. And he's 24 years old, so he's going to get more ice time than the average fourth liner. Just probably a, not enough for me to take a look at him. But last year, 60 games played, 11 goals, 5 assists for 16 points. He had 4 power play points. Did throw 194 hits, so did throw the body around a lot, but not enough to justify the lack of offense there. 34 blocks and 87 shots on goal. So that's pretty much New Jersey in a nutshell there. If you are watching uh, via YouTube, please remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. That way you don't miss out on our future episodes for the rest of the reviews, or if you want to catch some of the reviews if you missed them. After these reviews, we will be coming out with our top goalies, top defensemen, and top forwards for fantasy drafts. We'll also do some draft strategy sessions. And of course, during the regular season, we have three episodes every week to look at different ways to help strengthen your roster and secure those wins for you. And if you're listening via podcast, remember to hit follow, hit that heart, etc., depending on platform you're listening on there just so you don't miss on videos for the same reasons I just explained. Good luck in your upcoming fantasy drafts here, fantasy owners, and enjoy the rest of the fantasy offseason.